And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen, and I am coming in with some passion and some purpose and some, I don't know, starting this year off with all the feels, even though I don't even know what day it is because it feels like it's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks, even though it's only been a week. I think it's only literally been a week. Anyway, um, you know what blows my mind? And I don't know that we all stop and think about this enough, but the reality is we were specifically created You, me, Sarah, Laura, Julie, Caitlin, Sharice, Heather. I just looked down and there was Heather. Michelle. Everybody. Every single one of us was created on purpose for a purpose. With a calling that only you and I can do. And I don't know what, like, I think about that pretty, like, that that does come up in my brain a lot. But I will say that I was a little, I, I, I don't think I, I caught it as vast as that is and how therefore important we are to the world. And so I want to talk about that today because I, uh, I just found myself really blown away by that. Um, Today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Coco and Eve Tanning Extravaganza. I wanted wanted to have a name for it, but I didn't have one. Um, Really the best tanner out there. I love their face drops. I uh, my I just shared this. They're actually 50% off right now. And in my show notes, you can use my um, link and my promo code Kimber, and you can get an additional percentage off. Uh, they keep me tan all year round without going into the tanning bed. And for a, a recovery recovered uh, tanner, tanning salon girl, it feels good to be tan still because it really does <laughs> make me feel good inside. Um, and they really do have the best stuff. The key to it is definitely scrub, um, scrub it in the shower with their scrub and then put the stuff on. Um, it, it really does make a difference in it getting into, um, you know, getting the most from your tan. I do it twice a week. Um, the, the drops I do every other day and really it's just kept me tan all, all, all year long. So anyway, let's get into your purpose, your calling, your life. Um, and you can go get tan with the show in, in the show notes, all the details. You know, I think that we are probably our own worst enemies, right? Actually, I just read this morning, hang on, it's right here. But if we elevate our thinking, we elevate the way, I'm sorry, when we shift the way we think, we elevate the way we live. And I think that a lot of times our own thought life, our own belief in ourself is really the problem uh, that that we are struggling with, right? Like, we believe that, yeah, like we were created and maybe we think like, yeah, God, you know, creates all the people. But 
do you ever really stop to think like he knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows your future. He knows your mistakes. He knows your sins. He knows all the ways you're going to make mistakes in, in life. And he loves you anyway. But I think what's crazy is we actually might not fulfill the purpose that God has on our life. And I don't know why, but that like, not to say that I think he would hold that against us at the end of our life by any means, because I don't think that's how God works. But at the same time, it's crazy to think that we could live our life without fully reaching the potential that he created us for. The gifts that he gave us, our uniqueness, our light, our God-authorized brilliance, beauty, and bravery. Uh, it's our inner incredibleness. <laughs> I like that word. Um, because the only birds incredible, right? Incredible is who God is and is how we were made. And so we have to believe in that. We have to believe in that. And then we have to let it carry out in our life. And I think that life gets us down, right? Like life takes us out in lots of ways, people and, you know, bad mentors and people that tell us like, you're not enough and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Um, I think that unfortunately people are often our worst enemies and that's why we struggle with this belief system because we've been told our whole life that we aren't enough or we didn't, don't do enough. And I think there's this also, this other part of it is that we think that our purpose is doing, and we can't imagine adding more things to our plate when truly our purpose could be honest to goodness, like creating world changers by the way we parent, right? Like by creating a generation that rises to the occasion and is, is going to therefore then go and change a generation. I was actually just watching Christine Kane on the uh, the Giglios did the Purpose um, Passion Conference this year, and I'm fairly certain there's more people in attendance than in certain cities in America. And she was talking, I was thinking about, like, she's just, a, her life is, like, man, talk about, why do I want to cry right now? Like, where does that come from? I know my period's coming, but geez Louise, pull yourself together, Kim. But I was just thinking about her life and, like, if you don't know who Christine Kane is, she is a uh, woman out of Australia and she created the um, A1 Foundation, which is a human trafficking organization that fights to obviously bring down human traffickers and save and help those that have. And anyway, the woman is, is fire and talk about a calling being made, right? Like God, not that God is more proud of her than he is of you, but she tapped into her purpose a long time ago and she's living out her calling on her life and the impact she's going to make. But maybe her mom and dad were, you know, they didn't, they weren't her. They didn't, you know, like bring down human traffickers for a living, but maybe they just raised her with faith and with boldness and with kindness and with perseverance and with, and I don't know her story. For all I know, she is, maybe her parents were terrible. But this is just kind of the imagery I got this morning, so bear with me. But what if that, that's your calling on your life? Maybe your calling isn't to go bring down human traffickers or to like save the world by any means, but it's to, to truly pour into the family that you have, 
right? It's to take what God has given you and to, you know, read the word and create this peaceful living home so that your friend, your kids only ever want to come home and they always want to bring their friends. And then you're able to, you know, disciple to their friends who aren't believers or, or who, you know, whatever they, they don't have parents like you. And so you get to love and show love. And maybe you're the example that they take for the rest of their life. And they then know how to love because they were a stranger in your home and became like family. That's how impactful your role as even just a mom who stays home can be. But I think it's when we think it's the mundane, oh, I just have to do laundry and I just have to cook meals and I just have to keep them from fighting and I just have to, you know, that's where we get stuck in it. Instead, it's like when we hear fighting, it's like this is an opportunity to teach conflict resolution. When we hear, you know, grumbling and groaning and, and, and ungratefulness, it's a chance to teach about how to be more grateful and give and not be entitled. And maybe it's making some homeless bags at home or pouring into some children in Africa or whatever the case might be. We have that opportunity in the little moments of our life. And so I think we, we get stuck in, our, in this comparison trap of like, well, their incredibleness is like far beyond what I am even potentially going to do. When the truth of the matter is your incredibleness could take an entire generation by storm without you even knowing it. And so I want to challenge you. Don't allow the enemy to steal anything with comparison. Number one. Number two, live and breathe into what you are doing now. And if you are rocking the parent game and you are, you feel like this is where you're supposed to be and you're doing it, but you feel called to more, then pursue that. Pursue that because God probably has more for you. There's probably more on the other side that you are called to become. You know, I I do feel like that's my life. Uh, you know, I do have four kids and I'm not built like every other mom on the planet. Uh, I do think I love well. I do think I am intentional in what I have, you know, been given. I do think, you know, and this is me really hard trying to compliment myself when as a mom, we, all, all we feel is the failures, right? Like I can think of all the ways I failed yesterday, but can I think of all the ways that I, you know, thrived? But I also know I'm not meant to just, uh, meant to, I'm not like, I'm not a homeschool mom. That's not my gift. Could I do it? Sure. But that's not, I don't feel like that's where I'm called to be. And that's okay. And I had to let go of that because I felt the pressure from society, from the Bible, from a lot of different things that felt like this is what you should be doing. But I know myself and I know what I feel as though I'm called to do. And what I feel is that I'm called to do is to take my life that has been a wild, dramatic series of events and pull sisters out of the depths of the crap that they are in. That is what I feel called to do by the means of inspiring and motivating and my words and speaking. And do I feel like there's more to my calling? Yes. And that's where I'm a little bit stuck to be totally honest. Um, but I'm, I feel like I'm in the right place and I'm digging through and God did so much pruning these last couple years. I mean, so much pruning and I'm so grateful because the pruning has then brought forth 
clarity in what I think I should be doing. And if you've ever wondered, well, is this my calling? Is this my calling? Number one, if it sets your soul on fire, then you're probably in the right place. If doors are closing every other day, it's probably the wrong place. If you are, you feel like it's being blessed and it's, it's fruitful and, and God is in it, then I'm going to go with it's good. If you are struggling and it just doesn't, it's a battle every single day, then maybe it needs some refinement. Now, don't take hard for that it means that it shouldn't be. It just might need some refinement. It might just need some, maybe it's a disturbance on what that is so that you can then take that and make it a little bit more or go back to the drawing board or whatever. So I just want to challenge you to think, you know, I actually heard this. I don't even know. um, Oh, I was praying very specifically for our house because we've been on a 15 month journey of building a home, which is literally unheard of. And my parents are coming and I've, my parents came once upon a time already. And as you know, here in this world, we're living in the traveling in the countries and the borders are not the easiest. And so my parents came to help us move six months ago. We didn't move. Um, And so they're coming again. And so I felt very specifically called to pray some very specific prayers. And I I, I struggle with praying specific prayers probably because it's like, I don't, you know, my unbelief shows, right? (laughs) Which shame on me. Anyway, I had this moment of, um, I was telling my girlfriend and she said she was, she had heard this story of one of the, um, Graham, Lin, uh, what's his, not Lindsey Graham. He's a Senator. Um, Billy Graham, his daughter or his wife and how she had this Im- imagery of all the unanswered prayers because they were never prayed for. And not to say that God doesn't give us prayers that we don't even pray for, right? But sometimes we don't even think them. We don't even know to think them. And so we have to open ourselves up to thinking them. Anyway, that, that like caught me off guard. I thought like I imagined this room full of all these like incredible things that God has for us, but we don't take our time to pray. And I have some pretty specific prayers in my life I'm praying that are literally, I, I mean, I'd have to, like laws might have to be changed for these to actually work, but I'm okay with it. I'm here for it. And I know that God is a God of cool stuff and you never know. He may surprise me or he may make things possible in ways that I don't even understand. Either way, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, oh, what caught me off guard is the calling that God has for our lives what happens if we miss it? You know, like that, that concept kind of caught me. Like, like does the, like, so if God like created, okay, like you're, you were supposed to pursue, like, I don't know, you were supposed to go and create this business that would therefore then help thousands of orphans in Africa. And you just never got out of your comfort zone because you could never leave your job because you were too comfortable and you just failed at everything. And so you were afraid. And so you just never did it. This is me just, I don't, I don't know, an example I've been thinking of. Like what happens there? Does God use someone else? Probably. That's kind of my, that's like what I'm thinking happens. Um, but 
I feel like if we just take the time to pray every day, hey God, like, can you make my calling clear? Hey Lord, can you make my calling be very visible to my life in the, in the loudness of everything? Hey God, every day. Hey God, I'm, I'm just, I'm praying about my calling. I really feel called to this. Can you give me clarity if that's, if that's what you have for me? Hey God, I want my calling to be this, but I'm not sure. Can you make it clear? Can I, if I, when I'm reading your word today, can you highlight where I'm at? We have to be bold enough to pray the right prayer and ask the right things. And I believe that God will meet you in that and he will help you distinguish what exactly it is that he has for you. Our purpose has always been what it is. It's our calling that needs refinement, definement, defining, <laughs> and then perseverance. And so I, I hope that you realize just how important your life is. I hope that you realize that you have an impact to make um, and it not to compare yourself to anyone else, but just to be obedient in what is right in front of you and what you are being called to do and being called to, to act in and, um, pursue. And, uh, with that, I hope, um, I hope this just encourages you to go after that and not be afraid and not, um, diminish yourself or think less of who you are, what you're doing with your life, but instead, uh, just allow it to propel you into your ultimate calling. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I truly hope that it just gives you energy and excitement and uh, the, the thinking of just how important and your life was to God to create it and that you don't have to minimize anything that you do um, because your incredibleness is exactly that. Um, I hope that you take the time to pray about it, to believe in it, to pursue it and um, remember that you were created on purpose for a purpose. Uh, I hope that you'll share this, leave a review if this touches you, uh, and, um, come back for more in the coming days.